Welcome to Patriot Point Radio. Patriot Point is your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative, Christian, and common sense point of view. Here's your host, Lee Watts. Hello, Patriots. Welcome again to Patriot Point. I am Lee Watts, and I am so happy that you are here with us today. For the next two weeks, we're going to be doing a short series on some of our forgotten history. It's something that's vitally important nowadays, and it's going to be about the black-robed regiment. That is the role that pastors and churches played in actually founding America. Nowadays, the church is being told to stay out of politics. Pastors are being told to stay away from politics. Well, we have to ask ourselves, is this biblical and is it constitutional? Is it American? Well, as we've examined many times from the Holy Scriptures, nowhere in the Bible does it ever tell God's people to stay out of politics. In fact, quite the opposite is what we find. Repeatedly, God would send his people to be a voice of what he wanted in his ways to the kings and emperors and councils throughout all of the biblical history. So we see it's not a biblical idea. And in fact, the idea of saying, let's keep God out of something, when you really think about that, what a satanic idea that is. We need more God, more Christians in government, not less. So that's some of the Bible's stance and view on this. But let's look on how this has played out throughout American history. Uh, This idea of the separation of church and state and the role that pastors played in politics. Let's start off telling you a story about two brothers. There was a brother by a guy by the name of John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg. He was probably like 14 before I could finally spell his whole name. Uh, but anyway, John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg was a pastor in 1776. And he was uh, preaching one day from that famous passage out of Ecclesiastes chapter number three, which says, to everything there is a season. At a time and purpose under heaven, a time of war and a time of peace. And then he switches over and he says these words. The Bible tells us that there is a time for all things. And there's a time to preach and a time to pray. But the time for me to preach has passed away. And there is a time to fight. And that time has come now. Now is the time to fight. Call for recruits. Sound the drums. And what he did at that time... Back in that part of American history, all the pastors used to wear these long flowing black robes and he took off those black clerical robes and it revealed that he was wearing a military uniform from the Colonial Army of Washington. And he had the back doors open and there he had a drummer boy that started sounding the drums. And then he said, listen, our our, our fellow uh, patriots are fighting the British Who follows me to help fight the British and to fight for American freedom? And he walked out that day and 300 men of his church followed him out and he became their leader as they fought in Washington's army for freedom. Pastor Muhlenberg went on to fight in the battles of Morristown, Brandywine, Mammoth, Germantown, and was there at Yorktown. In fact, there is a very famous painting that has the surrender of General Cornwallis of the British surrendering to General Washington at Yorktown. And if you actually ever look at that painting, on the right-hand side is where the Americans are, 
and the fourth person in from the right is sitting on one of those horses is Pastor John Muhlenberg. Not only a pastor, but he was so involved that he was there at the surrender in Yorktown. If you ever go up to the United States Capitol building, you will find that they have an area that is called Statuary Hall. And in there, they have some of the different great heroes through American history. You will find in Statuary Hall a statue of a man at the bottom and it is labeled Muhlenberg. And across one of his arms is those black clerical robes that he took off that day. And his other hand is holding a sword on his way to help fight Washington and to fight for freedom. Uh, Pastor John Muhlenberg really became the symbol of the black-robed regiment, which is where, again, the fires of revolution were started and continued throughout American history. But, of course, not everybody agrees with this idea, and that was even going on back in 1776. John Muhlenberg had a brother, Frederick Muhlenberg, and he was also a pastor. And Frederick Muhlenberg didn't think that Christians, and pastors in particular, ministers, should be in politics. And they had very strong words about this in their division of opinion. So John Muhlenberg wrote back to his brother Frederick, and he said these words, quote, You may say that as a clergyman nothing can excuse my conduct. I am a clergyman, it is true. And my liberty is as dear to me as any man. I am called by my country to its defense. Do you think if America should be conquered, I should be safe? Far from it. And would you not sooner fight like a man than die like a dog? The cause is just and noble. And so far am I from thinking I am wrong. I am convinced it is my duty so to do. A duty I owe to my God and to my country, end quote. And I think that's where the call to a lot of Christian patriots really lies nowadays. This is a person who is a, a Christian, even a pastor, a leader of the church. And he says, I am convinced it is my duty that I owe to my God and to my country to be involved in this. Well, of course, Frederick, his brother, didn't agree until one day his brother Frederick went to his own church that he pastored, and he found that British soldiers had moved into his church. They were passed out drunk on the church pews. Those who were still uh, standing up were singing drunken tavern songs on the church organ. They had eaten up all the crops around the church and released all of the church's livestock. And then on their way out the door, they burnt Frederick Muhlenberg's church to the ground. At that point, Frederick Muhlenberg realized, hey, maybe my brother John is correct and we should be involved in politics. So he did wind up getting in politics and became a member of the Continental Congress. And then he went on to become the very first Speaker of the House of Representatives in the United States Congress. Let's tell you the story of another great pastor and patriot who had a major influence in American politics. And that is the story of Pastor John Leland. See, after we win the Revolutionary War, we don't yet have a government. Well, eventually, the Founding Fathers write the Constitution, and they say, listen, we don't want to have 13 independent states. We want to have one United States. 
So they write the Constitution to have one United States, but all the uh, colonies have to approve this. Well, the state of Virginia was about to vote no on ratification of the Constitution. Now, why is that? Well, the father of the U.S. Constitution is known as James Madison, and he found out that there was this Baptist preacher by the name of John Leland. And John Leland didn't like the Constitution, and he got all the other Baptist preachers not to like it, and they got the people not to like it, and Virginia is about to vote no. And if Virginia votes no, highly influential, especially at that time in American history, the idea of a United States and a Constitution will fall apart before it's ever began. So James Madison, the founding father, goes and finds this Baptist preacher, John Leland, and he says, hey, what pro what's your problem with the Constitution? And Pastor Leland said the problem that he had with the Constitution is nowhere in that document does it ever guarantee the freedom of religion. And he says, we just fought a war for that. I helped with it, and I'm not about to replace it with another government when there's no guarantee of the freedom of religion. So James Madison said, listen, preacher man, if you'll give your support and give everybody else to I'll make an amendment to the Constitution. The, and the First Amendment, the first thing it'll say is that you have the freedom of religion. And so Pastor Leland took James Madison at his word. He gave his support. The Constitution was ratified, and James Madison kept his word. And that is why the very first freedom of the First Amendment of the Constitution guarantees the freedom of religion. Only two people ever signed the Bill of Rights. Fifty-six people signed the Declaration of Independence. Representatives from all the states signed the Constitution. Only two people signed the Bill of Rights. One was James Madison, who was the father of the thing. And the other, Frederick Muhlenberg, the pastor who at first thought we shouldn't be involved. The entire reason that the United States exists, that the Constitution exists, that the Bill of Rights exists, is because a group of little individual pastors stood up and said, we're going to get involved. It is that important. Let me give you a quote from Frank Moore, a great historian of the 1800s. He wrote a book called The Patriot Preachers of the American Revolution. Notice what he says in this book from 1862. He says, the preachers of the revolution did not hesitate to attack the great political and social evils of their day, end quote. He's like, listen, these preachers did talk about political evils in addition to social evils. Nowadays, they're, you're told not to do that. That's not the way that it started. In the Bible, they'd call it out. And in early American history, they would do it as well. We need to get back to that, not shy away from it. Because whenever you get somebody in politics or any any facet of the world that's doing something which is wrong. And if we are silent about that, all we are doing is giving a stamp of approval. There is no neutrality. If one person is doing something wrong to another person and you just say, well, I'm just not going to get involved. You know what you are doing? You are empowering the oppressor. We must always stand up and push back against this. 
tell you another story of a great pastor who got involved in politics. This is Pastor James Caldwell, who was a pastor in the 1776. He was known as the fighting chaplain, the rebel priest, or the high priest of the rebellion. <laughs> what a great title that would be to have. He used to go every Sunday behind the pulpit, and he would take two pistols and cross them across the front of his pulpit because the British had threatened to come in and to shoot him and his congregation members. So this is quite literally a pistol-packing preacher that had a pistol there to defend himself and his people every Sunday. Well, the British had threatened to kill him, and one day they tried to make good on this. They did the very first drive-by in all of American history. They drove by on their horse, Pastor Caldwell's house, and they fired in through the window trying to kill the preacher. They wound up missing him, but they did hit his wife, Hannah, and it killed her. So Pastor Caldwell had to take her out and bury his own wife and preach his own wife's funeral. He went back to his church and said, I must now fight the British full time for what they have done. He went on to fight at the Battle of Springfield. During the Battle of Springfield, the Americans have the high ground, and they start running out of wadding. That's the paper that you use to shove down the muskets. So at this point, Pastor Caldwell gets up, and he runs inside of the church at the top of the hill. He comes back out of the church holding songbooks from the great hymn writer Isaac Watts. And until I hear different, Isaac Watts is my ancestor. And so Pastor Caldwell started ripping the paper out of these Isaac Watts hymn books. And there's a lot of good doctrine in those old hymns. And he passed the paper of those hymns to the different uh, American soldiers. And he said, use this for the wadding. Pump the British full of doctrine and lead. Give them Watts, boys. Give them Watts. If you'd like to look it up when you get home, you can Google it. There's a famous painting of the Revolution called Give them Watts. And you will see there Pastor James Caldwell handing the papers to the American soldiers. This is just some of the great history and influence that Christians and pastors in particular have had in American politics from day one. We have a lot more stories and the most powerful ones coming up. We're going to share those for you next week. Make sure you tune in because I've got a big announcement for you next week will be the last episode of Patriot Point, and you're going to want to tune in to find out why. I'm Lee Watts, reminding you to be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring. You've been listening to Patriot Point with Lee Watts. You can find more Patriot Point online with new videos posted every week on YouTube and Rumble. Just search for the channel called Patriot Point or visit our website at www.godandcountryministry.com